Check me out, y'all. Nasty Nas. Week sex in review. About the course, nasty stuff. Week seven in the preview. Before blunt, I take out my fronts. Then I start the front. Matter of fact, I'll be on a manhunt. You couldn't catch me in the streets without a turn of reefer. That's like Malcolm X catching a jungle fever. King poetic, too much flavor. I'm in We're drafting superpowers a little bit later. Cause I'm an ace when I face the It's halftime, baby. It's the place that is giving me grace. Now wait, another dose say you might be dead. And I'm a Nike head. I wear chains that excite the feds. It ain't a damn thing gonna change. I'm a performance. Mid-season accolades to come as well. Rest of season projections. Rankings. Top 12. Let's go. KOTML. Buckle it up. First up, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. It's League versus Office and a conversation with a double on Tondras. The League versus The Office. Nothing sexual about that. Step out your ass. Out, son. Oh, no. Count of three. We're all going to put down our guns. I have crossbows. Mr. Ramsey, what's going on today? Okay, Mr. Double Entendres. Um, I'm going to wear a couple of different hats tonight uh, with you. So, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm going to be your right now and this is the league versus the office excellent let's get started okay so currently the league has a six game lead over the office um so i'm looking to turn it around here in the second half first game the new england patriots all right two game favorite against the 49ers um two point favorite two uh two point favorite yeah i mean uh I, I listened to last week's podcast, and uh, I mean, you and Paul both were just made some bad picks. Um, atrocious, yeah, atrocious. Yeah, so you guys were both bashing the 49ers. They came out last week and looked great against Barry's Rams, and the, the Patriots have looked bad. But you know, it, everything can change from week to week. But as of right now, I got to go with the most recent information available. So I'm going to pick the 49ers. You you uh you cut out there for some reason. Oh, I just went on a rant and I cut out. Darn. Uh, I just missed the team. I heard everything else. Okay, I, I now I can change my answer. I guess if I wanted to, but I'm gonna stick with it and um, go 49ers. 49ers. Okay, you you are definitely having a little bit of a connection issue. I got him. I guess I got to move. Am I uh? Am I good? Uh, uh, say your name real quick. Greg. Am I? Am I... <laughs> it sounds better. Okay. Ac- sounds better. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. All right. So now we're at it. You just picked the 49ers. I just picked the 49ers. 
So we're moving on to the next game. The Falcons, 2.5 point favorite over the Lions. Oh, gotta go, gotta go Falcons here. I, I know you're gonna go Lions. That's my main reason. Falcons. Uh, I have the Falcons circled on my sheet here. Oh. So uh, it's also, I'm also going the Falcons. I guess great. Next game, like. the Browns are a three point favorite at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's offense is looking good, um, but, I mean, that defense is just not good. I think Baker Mayfield's going to have a rebound game. That uh, run game's going to get going. I think Cleveland's going to rough them up pretty good. Okay, this week seems to be too easy. I tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and take the Bengals in the upset. Okay, okay. Okay, next game. Dallas is a one-point favorite at the Washington football team. Oh, yeah, I mean, Dallas – the, the football team is honestly atrocious, their whole franchise. Uh, I've got to go Dallas here. <laughs> okay, um, so I, I have a rationale here. I, I thought Dallas was better than they've been playing, but uh, last week really kind of did it for me with uh, old Red Rocket up there. Uh, Washington's front seven, I, I don't know about Kyle Allen. I feel like that was a stupid move, but um, – I'm going to take Washington as well because I picked Dallas too many times. That's fair enough. <laughs> okay. Last one. The Titans, one-point favorite over the Steelers. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, um, I really I really believe in that Steelers team. I really believe they're really solid, just well-built in every, every aspect of the game, whereas I think the Titans um, – Obviously, they had that big run last year into the playoffs, and they're doing it again this year. I'm just not a, I'm not a, I'm not a big believer in them. Um, so I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. Okay, I absolutely hate the Titans. Yeah, fuck that. However, it doesn't matter who this team plays, dude. No matter who they play, bad or good, it'll be a close game, and the Titans will win at the end every time. <laughs> so with that, with that being said, Tennessee at home. I'll take the Titans. I need to play catch-up, so I should pick some games different than you anyway. And that is the league versus the office. Good luck with that. Okay, now I'm going to go ahead and put on my other hat. And if you could see me, I know you can't see me right now, but if you could, I am actually physically going to take one hat off (laughs) and put another one on. What kind of hat? Okay, so here we go. I just took off my... Lehigh Valley Lightning hat. Shout out to my boys. And now I'm putting on my Marlins hat. Okay, that's that's cool. Regardless, it, it's, it's a different hat. <laughs> okay, so here we go. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> how dare I? All right. First of all, first of all, I, I offered this man a trade, okay? And then you disparaged my name, insinuating I would steal this young man's innocence and trade rape him is astounding to me. In my own league, I'm astounded. And I believe in my heart and my soul that you did it deliberately because you saw two teams who are one game behind you in the standings about to make both of their teams better. I think that's what happened there today. And you persuaded that young man, that young, poor, innocent mind into not accepting a trade he needed to make. Those are heavy accusations. Those are heavy accusations. I mean, 
Okay, so so let's let's walk it back from the beginning here. I made a trade with Dylan last week. I traded Miles Sanders and Dalton Schultz for Melvin Gordon and Hunter Henry, and you said you were going to veto the trade. Why why did you say that? <laughs> uh just joking around. <laughs> okay, cuz I yeah, I mean, it's totally cool if you vetoed it. I thought I thought originally you vetoed it because Miles Sanders was out 6 weeks and maybe Dylan didn't know I, that. I would I would not veto a trade. I have made that perfectly clear. Yeah, well, so obvious, you, obvious sarcasm. Okay, you get you get a vote though. So like, if when trades come in, we can all we can all veto them. You're a member. You're the commissioner, but you're also the member of the league. So you're you have a vote. Am I correct in that? That's correct. That's correct. I'm actually pretty sure I can block the trade. Regardless. And I know you wouldn't do that, but when you said veto, I thought you were going to vote against that and stuff. Um, no. Okay, that's that's fine. The, basically, the point I am trying to make is that that atrocious, I feel like Trump bashing science, essentially, but that atrocious website that you have, that fake news trade generator poll, gave me a 1,000% negative on the trade that I made, which I won, and I will show you when I continue to have an have an unblemished record besides that fluke last week, and Dylan's team will fall into the standings. Um, I mean that that will prove okay. that will prove that wrong. You using that as a credible argument and a credible source, I kind of have a problem with it, especially because I, I don't view Dylan as competition. His team's shit. His team will continue to be shit. You have made good savvy trades. I think you're a very smart guy, and you're one of my main competition in this league. I don't want to see you get better, and I don't want to see you take advantage of a young, innocent, naive kid. Did you manipulate him today to keep him from making this trade? I did not manipulate him. I, I, I want the league to be as fair as possible. So I gave my two cents in and I, I want it. So you think it's fairer for him to have one quarterback in a two quarterback league where the quarterbacks get six points for a passing touchdown. So, so there's, there's two aspects here. One, if you're going to trade, do it in a private message. So, because when you guys do it over the group chat, the public gets their input. I gave my input. I'm I'm the public here. Also, DeAndre Hopkins for Carson Wentz straight up is the most mind-blowingly unfair trade I have ever experienced. It was it wasn't straight up, sir. It wasn't straight that, up. Mike Williams was involved Mike in Williams that trade. Has played what one game? Caught a touchdown. Two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Mike, Mike Williams is DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best, if not the best, pure talented wide receivers. He's, I think, the third highest fantasy scoring wide receiver in the league this year with on an inconsistent but getting better Kyler Murray and Arizona Cardinals team for a horribly inconsistent and terrible Carson Wentz who fumbles and throws interceptions. Um, I, I will give you credit. His trade value is at an all-time high this year. You are ceasing an opportunity. I think you're a genius. I, I really respect what you're doing, but but not not to my little baby Dylan. No. Um, so I mean DeAndre Hopkins is the best. He's the best receiver in the NFL. Uh he has been for a long time. Uh, uh, clearly he needs a quarterback. That's that's a fact. 
Um, I have four of them. Do you have one to give him? Because I don't think uh, you I do. I could give him Andy Dalton. I could, I could give him whoever. I have, I have a deep-ass team. I can wheel and deal it. Nobody wants Andy Dalton. First of all, nobody wants Andy Dalton. Second of all, the man is an Eagles fan, so you know he was considering it long and hard until you chimed in, manipulated the situation. I should have did it privately. You're correct. I should have done it privately. But to be honest, I wasn't sure he would even consider it. And then he was considering it. He was considering it, and then you chimed in and persuaded him out of it. Okay, one, you just proved my point because you knew he's an Eagles fan. You knew he was biased. I traded him a six-week injured Miles Sanders because he wanted Miles Sanders, and he's an Eagles fan, and he's biased, and he he doesn't always make the best decisions for himself. I, I, I'm trying to protect him now. I realize maybe I shouldn't have made that trade and stuff like that. It was justified with that fake news poll that you generated, the cal- trade calculator. Oh, I, I, I need to talk about the poll. We need to talk about this poll real quick. First of all, that, that poll that I used for your trade was completely separate from the one I actually listened to. So yours, that was, that was just a fun little mini-sode. That was for fun. That was just me having a good time. I can't input somebody else's trade into my team's trade analyzer but that is the number one rated the number one rated fantasy football group uh organization in in the world in the globe sync up your team it's got all your league settings it knows who everyone in your team in your league has they, they know he has one quarterback and that is why they were like yeah he needs to do this trade yeah i mean i i don't know what i'm i'm a I'm a big believer in statistics. I'm a big believer in expert opinion. I don't know what goes into that website. Fox News is the number one rated news source. Does that make Fox News credible? Do you watch Fox News to get your information? That is... I uh, I uh, don't... Nope. Yeah, nope. I, I don't either. I don't, I don't either. Nope. So, so rankings, rankings are incredible to me. Um, not knowing stuff is incredible to me. I mean, if you came in here and... You know, if if you gave the statistical evidence, if you told me what experts were were making this, then yeah. But just because it's the number one rated, I, I I don't know how how credible that is. What what does number one mean to you? Number one means not credible in in certain rankings. Yes, I'm dumbfounded. I am absolutely dumbfounded. If you're not following the fantasy pros, I mean, I don't know what the hell you're doing. Uh, shout out to the fantasy pros. Ooh. Shout out to the fantasy footballers. If you're not on those podcasts, you need to listen. Fantastic. Shout out to both of them. I hope one day they hear this and they get me on their <laughs> podcast and maybe I can blow up. Um, but as far as the, the, the end of this conversation goes, um, you really cock-blocked me today. Um, like really hard cock blocked me, and um, I and, and I think we I think we play in two weeks. Yeah, it's gonna be a bloodbath. I think it's we play in two bath. weeks, and I just wanna I just wanna say from me to you, um, I, if I lose every single game for the rest of the season, I don't give a single <laughs> shit. As long as when I play you, I smear you into the ground. I hope it I hope it irks you for weeks. How bad not, did I beat you? Cons- Honestly, like you had me circled on your schedule. I didn't even know I was playing you in two weeks. I mean, 
Um, we'll see with these trades. Like I said, you know, your team's better and stuff, but I, I'm I'm not concerned. Um, and as I, I love you as a person, uh, but I did the league a justice today in defending the innocent. Uh, so I'm the league commissioner. So um, I I custom made the entire schedule. So of course I knew when I played you. Um, but as far as that goes, you did the league a disservice by making your top competition in your division a weaker team. I think team. maybe we should we should have a league vote. Maybe the next poll. Did I do the league a disservice, or was I fair and was I almost a Batman of the sorts? Did I did I provide justice and protecting the vulnerable and innocent of this society? Okay, I tell you what, um, I, I can't put it in the league poll because I had drafts to put in the league poll. But I'm going to put this up on the message boards and we're going to hear from the league and we're going to find out I, what they think. Who made the right decision here? Who was who was correct in their manipulation? Yeah, I mean, and we're, we're yeah, going to find out. I think this is going to end very poorly for you. And I think uh, they might carry me around in the streets like a Rudy type situation. I might I might be their new personal hero, especially the Long Brothers. But, you know, I'd love to hear from everyone. I, I would, too. Um, so uh, we're going to we're going to leave it at that. Agree to disagree. Um, even if the league tells me I'm wrong. uh I mean, <laughs> I'm right, so... Gotta stick to your guns, man. That is that. Uh, uh, and so that's that. Um, You play Mrs. McGiblets this week. Uh, huge favorite in that matchup. Uh, you'll have to check out the, the pod and find out if your loss last week bumped you I down will, in the AP I will AP check poll. that out. And uh, the guy who I'm defending apparently uh, roasted me on there, so I'll, I'll check that out, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to have to listen to the pod and we're going to have to find out. That's for sure. All right. Well, um, I'll put my commissioner cap back on, uh, double entendres, uh, eat shit. <laughs> from the, com- from the commissioner. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, I'm kidding. All right, man. Well, <laughs> you have a good night. And that was a conversation between the double entendres and searching for Jerry Garcia. Don't forget, League, uh, I can't stress this enough. Go on to ESPN and comment on the message boards. Make me a little thread. Write me a paragraph. Give me your detailed opinion on the situation at hand discussed in the previous segment as seen on the text chain earlier this week. As your league commissioner, I would really like to hear what the rest of the league feels about this situation. So please head over to those message boards and let us know your opinion. Right now, we got the AP Top 12. Number 12, the Bethlehem Cheek Slickers at 0-6. Number 11... Mrs. McGiblets at one in five. Number 10, the Holy Hotballs. They are two in four. Number nine, Password is Taco is two in four. 
Number eight, Taco Corp is three and three. Number seven, Devante's Inferno is three and three. Number six, The Longest Yard is three and three. Number five, Searching for Jerry Garcia, four and two. Number four, Dude, Where is My Car, four and two. Number three, Dick Long is four and two. Number two, the slim victory was not enough. It's beast mode, five and one. And keeping the top spot for another week, despite the loss, is the double entendres. Now, what I want to get into here next is a, a little mid-season uh, review, really, if you will, as well as a rest-of-season projection special. I got a little uh, insider information on who the experts... Yep, I mean, if you care about the experts, if not, I mean, it's just for fun, Greg, so shove it up your ass. Uh, rest of season rankings and projections for you here today on the podcast. First of all, uh, a, a shout out to the double entendres, 920 points scored through six games. That is good for an average of 153.33, the highest scoring team in the league. Unfortunately, Mrs. McGiblets. Saddled with the lowest scoring team in the league, 517.18 points. That is good for an average of 86.2. Bum, bum, ba-dum. Sorry, Mrs. McGiblets. One more little recognition. Uh, uh, the other side of the coin, if you will. The best fantasy defense halfway through the season. That is the team with the least points against in the season. That goes to searching for Jerry Garcia. Only 671.94 points against. That's playing some terrific defense. Only 111.99 points per game. Next up is the unfortunate award of having the most points against on the season. The most points against goes to the Holy Hotballs, 846.56 points. That's good for 141.09 per game. Ouch. That'll make you 2-4. and four. That's for sure. Next up, the rest of season rankings. This is ranking everybody's team based off of their playoff chances. And then I'm also going to give you the odds of this team winning a championship this season, halfway through the regular season. The team with the lowest chance of making the playoffs, also tied for the lowest chance of winning the championship. You guessed it. It's the Bethlehem Cheekslickers at less than 1% for both. The next lowest, Mrs. McGiblets, is tied for the championship opportunity. 
but has one full solid percent to make the playoffs this season. The next highest playoff odds go to the Holy Hot Balls at 23%, giving them a 3% chance of walking away from the KOTML with the championship. The next team is Password is Taco, 30% chance of making the playoffs, a 5% chance of winning the title. Next is the Devontae's Inferno, 46% chance to make the playoffs, just 6% of winning the championship. Taco Corp is the next team up at 49% to make the playoffs, 8% to, make, to win the championship. The next best playoff odds are the longest yard, 53% opportunity to make the playoffs, and an 8% chance of winning the championship. Searching for Jerry Garcia at 67% playoff odds, with a 9% chance of winning the championship. Beast Mode coming in fourth with a 76% chance to make the playoffs, but just a 7% chance of winning the championship. The next team is Dick Long, 78% playoff odds, 14% championship odds. Next is Dude Where's My Car, 84%, with an 18% chance of winning the championship. And the team with the best odds of making the playoffs and of winning the championship, you guessed it, the double entendres, 93% to make the playoffs, a 20%, 1 in 5 chance to win the championship. I'm taking the field, ladies and gentlemen. Those were your current playoff odds. Next up, I have for you rest of season rankings. One thing I do want to mention here before I start doing this. I, I have absolutely nothing to do with this. I am pulling this right from... My, my favorite fantasy football website, full of the top experts in the industry. If you don't believe me, go ahead and look it up. Fantasy Pros. I mean, it, this is expert opinions. This is their rankings. This is how they feel about our teams. So I have nothing at all to do with this. Basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what essentially their Madden Madden rating is for your team. Uh, they don't call it a Madden rating, but that's what I'm gonna call it. And I'm gonna tell you where your starters and your bench players rank in our KOTML. So here we go. According to the experts, for the rest of the season, the number twelve team going forward. With just a 61 overall rating is the Beast Mode Beast, ranked 11th in starters and 12th in bench. His best situation, his tight end is ranked number 7. Number 11 with a 64 overall is Mrs. McGiblets, who has the 12th best starting lineup, that's last, and the 10th best bench, her best situation, tight end number 3. Next up with a 69 overall, which is so fitting, it's the Bethlehem Cheek Slickers, number 10 starting lineup and the sixth best bench. He's got tight end number four as his best situation. 
Now we have a big jump up in competition here. Devontae's Inferno is at an 84 overall, 8th best starting lineup, and the ninth best bench, but has the number 3 wide receiver 1, the number 1 wide receiver 2, and the number 2 flex situation. Next up is Taco Corp at an 87 overall, 6th best starting lineup, and the 7th best bench. He has quarterback number 3, and Superflex, number two. Holy Hotballs, also an 87. Ninth best starting lineup, fifth best bench. He's got quarterback number two, and he's got wide receivers number one and two at number four. Then it's his little brother, also at an 87 overall. That's adorable. It's Dick Long. Third best starting lineup, eighth best bench. He's got the number three RB1 and the number four RB2. He also has the number two wide receiver one, wide receiver two, and tight end situation. At a 93 overall, it is the longest yard. The fifth best starting lineup and the fourth best bench. He's got the number four quarterback. He's got the number four RB1. He's got the number three RB2 and the number three flex situation. The next team, unfortunately, I mean, this could be a big turnaround for this young man. It is password is Taco. 96 overall. He has the number one rated starting lineup. What's holding him back is his 10th ranked bench. He's got the number one RB1. He's got the number two RB2, and he's got the number one wide receiver one. Next, it's Dude, Where's My Car? A 98 overall. He's got the second ranked starting lineup and the third best bench. Solid balance there. He's got the number two RB1. He's got the number one RB2 and the number three flex situation. Next up is the double entendres, a 99 overall, the fourth best starting lineup, and the second best bench. He's got the number one quarterback and the number one super flex, Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen, all day long. And the number one team in the rest of the season rankings, bask in his glory, it is searching for Jerry Garcia, a 100 overall. While he's got just the seventh best starting lineup, he had a 25 point advantage in the bench, the number one bench. Uh, expert analysis said this is the best bench of all time in fantasy football. They said this is the deepest team they've ever seen in their lives. It's searching for Jerry Garcia, the number one tight end, the number four flex, and the best bench of all time. Which brings me to my next point. My commissioner cap is off. My searching for Jerry Garcia cap is on. I am looking right at you, beast mode. Listen to me. Beast mode, 
I know that you're feeling good. You just knocked off the double entendres last week. You handed them their first loss. For a while there, you were playing the best defense in the league. But guess what happened? My defense stepped up, and now I'm leading the league. And all it took was one week because my team, it, it, it's so strong. I just, I just gave you Justin Herbert on Justin Herbert's best week. Watch. Justin Herbert is going to have an even better game than he had two weeks ago. I guarantee it. And I also guarantee you, rookie, I'm going to knock you so far down that pedestal. And I'm going to use your shoulders, head, and neck to propel myself. Once the double entendres also lose this week, I'm going to propel myself from number five to the tippity top of the KOTML. And when you're staring the dragon in the eye, you, you can bring your sword, you can bring your slingshot, bring a revolver, son, it doesn't matter. Because when you're staring the dragon in the eyes, I will hypnotize you to sleep and burn you down. All right, here we go with the week six review segment of the show. First, in our matchup of the week, the Beast Mode Beast upset the double entendres, handing them their first loss of the season, 136.54 to 120.98. Beast Mode got the best game of the season from Kenyon Drake just in time for him to be traded from the team. Jimmy Garoppolo with a fantastic bounce back performance with 30.52. And in the end, the double entendres just did not get enough production from the quarterbacks, which he's relied on so much so far this season. Then the next matchup, Taco Corp. Shout out to the Bethlehem Cheek Slickers. He had a good week, the best week of the season so far for him. But unfortunately, Taco Corp hands him the loss, 156.84 to 128.76, dropping the Cheeks to 0-6, and, and Taco Corp improving to 3-3, 44 points from Deshaun Watson, 32.24 from Lamar Jackson. That's a combined 76.24 points from the quarterback position. And it was enough to overcome the fantastic rookie, Justin Jefferson, 37.1 points. Taco Corp takes it. In our next matchup, the longest yard improves to 3-3, three and three, defeating Defante's Inferno, <laughs> dropping him to 3-3. Three and three. 147.3 to 125.28. Matt Ryan was fantastic for Devontae's Inferno this week, 41.64, but it was not enough to defeat the longest yard, who got 35.92 from Kyler Murray and 25.3 from Will Fuller. Next matchup, searching for Jerry Garcia, Cole Cox, the Holy Hot Balls, 127.24 to 83.92. Carson Wentz, 33.42. Travis Kelsey, steady Travis, 19 points. Was enough for searching for Jerry Garcia to beat the Hotballs, whose best player this week was Amari Cooper with 17.4. Chase Claypool continues to give the Hotballs a solid baseline, 16.1 points this week. 
Dick Long. Up ends. Dude, where's my car? Improving the 4 and 2. Dropping car to 4 and 2. It is tough for Dude, where's my car? To spoil 46.4 points from Derrick Henry. But Aaron Rodgers made sure that happened for the dude. Negative two points from negative point two points from Aaron Rodgers, which was crazy because the way that game started, I thought the Packers were going to dominate. And then back to back possessions and in an interception for Aaron Rodgers, who just doesn't do that usually. And in the end, negative point two points. Dick Long got thirty five point six four from Ryan Tannehill. 22.4 from George Kittle. And defeats. Dude, where's my car? The last matchup. Password is Taco Slobber Knocker over Mrs. McGiblets. 128.4 to 70.6. Unfortunately, Mrs. McGiblets got 29.74 points from Phillip Rivers and 27.1 points from Ronald Jones. Both of those players scored more points than any player on Password is Taco. However, no other player from Mrs. McGiblets scored over five points. Unreal. Password is Taco. Lowest scoring player was only 8.8. Everybody else was in double digits. That was the Week 6 review. Next up is Jim's Week 7 Rundown. Welcome in to Jim's Week 7 Rundown. As always, I am recording this after the Thursday night game has been played. Therefore, Vegas has adjusted their lines. I will mention the players who have already played and the outputs they gave their teams. The first matchup, searching for Jerry Garcia, is a 27-point favorite over the Beast Mode Beast. Searching for Jerry Garcia is number 5 in the AP poll. Beast Mode is number two. Five and one for the Beast Mode. Four and two for Searching for Jerry Garcia. Garcia has already gotten 30.76 points from Carson Wentz on Thursday night. I'm sure he is quite content with that output. I'm sure a certain other team in this league wishes he had that output from Carson Wentz this week. The next matchup, Mrs. McGiblets at one and five is a 26-point underdog. Against the 5-1 double entendres. Mrs. McGiblets, number 11 in the AP poll, double entendres, holding number 1. Mrs. McGiblets has gotten 11.5 points from her tight end, who goes by the name of Richard Rogers. This name means absolutely nothing to me, and I didn't know he existed until 5 minutes ago. So, I mean, hey, getting 11.5 points from some guy I never heard of is certainly a good place to start for Mrs. McGiblets if she plans to pull out the 26-point upset this week. Dude, where's my car at 4-2? Is number 4 in the AP poll. Taking on Devante's Inferno, 3-3, three and three, who is number 7. Devante's Inferno is a 12-point underdog so far this week. Dude, where's my car? Has gotten nine points from Philly's defense. It's always good to get a positive output from your defense, especially on Thursday night. Password is Taco is a 14-point favorite against the 0-6 Bethlehem Cheek Slickers. 
Password is Taco, number nine in the AP poll. But as we heard earlier, is one of the rising teams according to the rest of the season statistics. Bethlehem Cheeks Lickers, holding on to the number 12 position in the AP poll, has gotten 16.7 points from Boston Scott. Not bad production, but just two points from the New York Giants defense on Thursday night. Not quite the week the start to the week he was hoping for, I'm sure. Holy hot balls coming off of the tough loss last week. Playing against the longest yard coming off a huge victory. The longest yard at 3-3 three and three is number 6 in the AP poll. And holy hot balls at 2-4 and four has dropped to number 10. However, holy hot balls, a 6-point favorite at home this week, despite... 22.68 points already from Daniel Jones on Thursday night. Uh, if Daniel Jones just didn't trip over his own foot, he would have been worth a cool 31 points. I'm sure the longest yard probably would have preferred that, and he'd currently be favored as according to Vegas. Now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event of the evening. Fighting out of the red corner. He comes from the land where the core is made of tacos. I assume that means that that core is round. It's large. It's in charge. He's got Deshaun Watson. He's got Juju Smith-Schuster. Robert Woods, Julio Jones. He is the 3-3 three and three Taco And fighting out of the blue corner, he comes to us from the land of the scrotum hubris with a record of four and two, Mr. Dick Long. Taco Corp, what is going on? Sure. How is it going, Mr. Kamish? Oh, we are doing all right. Uh, waiting on your uh, opponent to log in. He's a young kid. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing most of the time. So uh, we'll, give, we'll give him 10 seconds here. Hopefully he's slow out of the gate this weekend in fantasy, too. Yeah, I mean, uh, I could use him to lose, too, you know? Same record. Going down and oh shit. Am I on? There he is, Mr. Dick. <laughs> what is up, sir? Dick Long is in the building. Hello. Dick How Long is in the building. Okay. <laughs> so we are all here. Matchup of the week this week. Uh Taco Corp, you are three and three, and you are ranked number seven by the AP. Dick Long four and two. You are number three. Ah, let's go. Right on. So let's let's hop into it. Uh, a couple questions for both of you. First up, Taco Corp. You have three open bench spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, quite a bit of trades going on in the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you plan on filling those three bench spots? Uh, I, I've had the same kind of premise all year long. I uh, I don't tend to make any moves. I want to save my free agent balance for the end of the year when it matters, when I'm in the playoffs. So I wait and see what everybody else does, and then I swoop in and pick in the sleep, pick up the sleepers. 
Okay. Is this your first time using the free agent budget? It is not. Uh, I've been in another league for about uh, 10 years now. We've had the same process pretty much the entire time, so I love it. Okay. that That's cool. Okay. Um, so this week, Taco Corp, no Lamar Jackson. Actually, I, I just wanted to mention, I think this is probably the first and only week that both teams are starting just one quarterback. Yeah, I uh, made a trade recently for uh, a very underrated quarterback this year, and Deshaun Watson hasn't been playing that great with losing his best wide receiver. But he's uh, he's been pretty good, so I think he'll be able to slide right in for him and uh, not miss a beat. Okay, I was going to ask you about Deshaun Watson, but you go, went ahead and you answered that question already. One more question for you, Taco Corp. Uh, you're starting Arizona Cardinals backup running back, um, Edmonds. Uh, I mean, he he he's he's had moments, but um, do you do you really feel good about that position there? Uh, I'm a little skeptical about him. I'm hoping that uh, that I can catch some lightning in a bottle. Maybe uh, Kenyon Drake tweaked his hamstring on that long 64 yard touchdown run against. Uh, your Dallas Cowboys, Paul Sabino. Uh, just hoping for the best. Okay, uh, I I hope not because I did just <laughs> trade for Kenyon Drake. So I hope not. Okay, I'm gonna move it over to Dick Long here. You you picked up Jarek McKinnon. I I played him twice and then I dropped him just in time for Raheem Mostert to get hurt again. <laughs> so now you got him. Uh, 49er running backs, uh, especially when Mostert's out, kind of it's kind of a split backfield, really. McKinnon has a little bit of an injury issue when he gets too many touches. Um, how are you feeling about uh, Jarek McKinnon? This <clears throat> honestly, I, like he's kind of just there for now. I mean, I was hoping to get Miles Sanders from Greg, which I'm doing, but he's hurt, so he's not even playing. I'm also getting someone from Jack, and he might play there. So I don't know who's exactly going to start in the second running back position yet. But as of right now, he's going to play. I don't feel that good about him being there because, like like you said, he's also – like they split too many times. So, like, I don't yeah. know how he's actually going to do. But, like, he's just there for right now. So I might change my mind yet. I have time. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. But, Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, my next question for you is Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, two fumbles this week. Are, are you a little nervous about Zeke now that Prescott's out? A little bit. Uh, little maybe bit. defenses are really going to buckle down on Zeke. little uh, afraid of, of the situation? Only I – well, I mean, they're playing the Washington football team, so I'm just going to hope he just doesn't – do what he did last week and just fries because they're the Redskins or sorry football team but the the strength of the Washington football team is definitely the front seven so um if I were to be concerned about a Dallas player this week uh it might be Zeke to be honest yeah they don't I don't once like Zeke or Dak falls like the rest of the offense just usually goes with it so like I don't it's not not a great not a great time for the Cowboys, okay. but we'll see. 
Okay, um, something that I would I'd like to bring to your attention. You have Ryan Fitzpatrick on your bench. Uh, he's on a bye this week, right? Yes. Okay. Did you get the news that just I broke did. about I, an hour? I, I'm trying to get to a, but I don't know if someone else is. But I'm trying to pick up to a. But I was kind of pissed because like I, I needed another quarterback for this week. But since he isn't going to play one. I can't play one because I don't have one, but two is also on a bye week, so it wouldn't really matter. I would have no one else to play. But, yeah, I am trying to get him too. Okay. Um, I have Drew Locke if you want him back. Uh, just a semi-trade <laughs> off. Uh, one more question for you. Travis Fulgham uh, from the Eagles. Um, lightning in a bottle or flash in a pan? What do you think? Uh, well, He's getting the majority of the targets. Hightower is terrible. He just drops everything. So Fulgham's going to be the the known like receiver. So like I'm just going to put him there because the last two times I didn't start. Well, I actually had him for one week. So the last time I didn't start him, he like got a good amount of points. So like I'm going to see how he does. And it's the Giants. So like hopefully he does some shit. We'll see. Well, I don't know. Thursday night. Thursday night always scares me when I have players on Thursday night because oh, they tend to underperform. But uh, I also have Carson Wentz in my lineup, so I hope that Fulgham catches three touchdowns. That'd be great. They would. I would. I would love it a lot. <laughs> okay, we will. We will come back to this uh, for final words after our snake draft today. We are drafting super powers. We are trying to construct the ultimate superhero or super villain, if that's the way you want to go. <laughs> Uh, by drafting four superpowers, we're only allowed four. And first pick goes to Dylan. Oh. Ooh. Collusion. Let's see. Let's see. I'm going to go with shape-shifting as my first power. Okay. Shape-shifting, That's was definitely on my list. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, what like uh like what what's your idea there with shape shifting? Well, all right. Well, first, you can only like is am I able to shape shift into like realistic thing like non realistic things or just like only like actual thing like I can't like shape shift into like Pikachu or some shit right? Like I just I mean I I legitimately have no idea. I did not take the. <laughs> I'm concerned it is your superpower. So if you want to transform into Pikachu, my man, well, transform into Pikachu. I'm gonna have to do it. I I I think it's a great idea. I'd love to transform into Pokemon. But anyways, now nah, the whole Ben 10 got me on the shapeshifting and like honestly shapeshifting. But like you can't, like you, I can literally be anything I want. Like that's just, that's just it yep. right there. Like it's, that's amazing. I'd love that power. That's true facts. Next pick goes to Barry because for some reason. I never get to pick for the <laughs> I'm going to have to uh, go off the beaten path here, and I'm going to pick regeneration. And uh, I'm going I'm to tell you why. You see, you can knock the person down, but what matters is how many times they get up after that. You can cut off Deadpool's leg. You can cut off Wolverine's arm, but guess what? He's going to keep coming. That arm's going to grow back, and they're just going to be pissed you can't kill what doesn't want to die <laughs> okay fair enough uh i'm going to with my first pick here i'm gonna destroy both of your ideas oh, by taking mind control oh no wait is that is that telekinesis is that the same thing 
No. Ah, all right. All right. No, it is not. However, my second pick is telekinesis. Hey, don't do that. <laughs> so while you're, uh, uh, you know what? I'll save it. I'll save it because at the end of the draft, we like to, I like to uh, talk about other people's teams. So I'll save it. I have mind control and telekinesis both using my brain. And Barry, you're on the clock. All right. Well, uh, to go with my regeneration, I'm going to have to go with one called intangibility. Now, uh, for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, Nick, what <laughs> that means is I'm able to alter my atoms of my body in such a way that I can go through walls or let things pass through me without harming me at all. Okay. Uh, I did not have that one on my list, but that sounds like a good one. Uh, could be something you just made up. I'm not sure. Uh, but that's the beauty of this draft right here. It's a superpower. It doesn't actually exist. Make it up. I don't care. I, I got you. It's in X-Men The Last Stand. Kitty used that power to beat Juggernaut. The only Kitty I know is Kitty Foreman, and she could not do that. <laughs> you must have missed that episode. <laughs> all right dylan two picks on the turn oh, shit. all right well let's see since my one's gone since you gotta do that to me i'm gonna have to do teleportation because you can't stop me if you can't see me and you'll never see me because i'm just gonna teleport to where you can't see me and that's just that's, that's okay teleportation that. <laughs> goes to dylan Another pick for you, Dylan. Be hard. I have to rethink my whole my whole idea. Tilting, he's tilting. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. See, I would do super strength, but I don't need to because I can just transform into some big ass dude. I can be like King Kong or some shit. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. Oh, this is hard. Should I go with you got it. Honestly, invisibility. Invisibility. Because then, so ah, I don't even know how to explain that one. They just hey, my <laughs> my eight year old son told me that that's the best superpower today. So I mean, you got my eight year old son <laughs> on your on your side. It's a good one. <laughs> All right, Barry, you are up on the clock. I am going to have to go with the superpower of time travel. Oh, Simply yeah. going back to when you were uh, just a, a little seed in, in your daddy's sack. I come in and just whack it off, and you're done. You're trying to jerk off my dad? That's crazy. Yeah, well, hey. yeah that's very crazy. Uh, <laughs> however, I, I, that was going to be my pick oh, right there. Damn. So I'm a little bummed. Instead, I'm going to do something else with time, and I'm going to have the ability to pause it. Okay. I'm stopping. I am stopping time. That's a good one. And for my last pick, I have so many on my list right here. I do, I'm not really sure which way to go. Ugh. Okay, I'm going to take, uh, you know what? I've done a whole lot of things with my mind right here. 
So I'm going to want to take something to do with my body. And I'm going to take super strength because first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to stop time. And then I'm going to punch you square in the mouth. And it's going to, it is going to hurt. Okay. Super strength. Barry, your final pick. You know, they uh, they say the best offense is a good defense. Defense wins championships. And up to this point, I've been strictly defensive with all of my picks. But now I'm going to go in the offensive, and I'm going to pick heat slash laser vision. So x-ray vision? No, I don't want to see you naked. I want to blast you with my, <laughs> not, like, my like hot Superman's eyes. thing is called x-ray vision. Yeah, that's totally different. But he can, he can see you naked out of his eyes. So, think Cyclops from X Men. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good one. That was on my list as well, kind of technically. Um, Dylan, you're up. Close us out with pick Mister Irrelevance. Well, let's see. I have shape shifting. I have. I don't even remember what I chose. Shape shifting, teleportation, invisibility. Honestly, shape shifting, I can basically be anything I want. So I'm going to go with. uh, Should I do that? Either. hmm. You can tell which one of us prepared for this. I did, but I wasn't. Hoping no one would fucking take my shit, but you know, <laughs> uh, I would either do su- uh, elasticity. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, fuck it. I don't really care. Well, you should care, well, Dylan. Well, you I should. See, here, are we gonna like explain like everything? Because I feel like I'll beat all of you instantly. Yes. Not only can you explain your picks, you can also tell us why your picks would defeat our picks. I want to do like either like super speed or some shit, but I can honestly just shapeshift into someone who is extreme. Like I can be the Flash if I really wanted to. I can shapeshift into you if I really wanted to, and I'd have to. That is very true. But let me tell you why shapeshifting will not beat mind control. That's crazy. Let me tell you why. Because you can shapeshift. And I can tell you what to shapeshift into. You could do that. So guess what? You're a fucking (laughs) ant. And then I'm going to use – I could just squish you with my foot normally. But I'm going to use my super strength and throw you into the ground so you can't come back up. I'm about to talk to animals. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would make. The draft draft is over. Okay, and um, and then also Barry, I just um, I also want to hit you a little bit with my uh, again with my mind control decision there in round one, is you did regeneration, but if you have a mind that I can control and you can regenerate, I can just make you regenerate in some other kind of form. You know what? You, you got to do that, but you got to reach me first before my heat vision reaches you. And guess what, Barry? I can stop time. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna so, drown you in a bunch of bottle caps, man. Bunch of. 
I'm just gonna hide <laughs> and shapeshift. Into, I'm gonna shapeshift into. Well, a tree. you go ahead and, and you go ahead and you do that, Dylan. But guess what? When I stop time and you're invisible, I'm gonna cover the surrounding area in flour. <laughs> and there, I found you. I thought I was prepared for this call. Jesus. Well, like. So, Bro, if you can do anything Listen, the mind, commissioner comes the most you prepared. Mind, you're gonna win. Like that's why I wanted shape shifting and telekinesis because then, like, I literally could do anything I want, and you would like, you couldn't do anything. Like I could beat you and then control anything while being you. So I'd have your powers and I'd telekinesis. Like, or see, <laughs> no, 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 no. You can shape shift into me. Power. You don't get my powers. You're not Kirby. <laughs> what is the power? What I just mimic you, like is that its own power? Just like mimicking. You're just trying to be ditto. Uh, power mimicking. Pa- yeah. yeah, like a ditto. Power. I th- I think that's power Damn, mimicking. I, want, I wanted that to be my last power. Ah, uh, draft's over, man. What a good ditto. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> the draft is officially over, and uh, you finished with shape shifting, oh, teleportation, <laughs> invisibility. <laughs> And elasticity, I'm not 100% sure what the hell Mr. Fantastic um, is going to help you with. She's, but, um, um, she's a childhood superhero. That's what's going to help you. Okay, he can give a good reach around, I'm sure. <laughs> Barry, you finished with regeneration, intangibility, time travel, and heat slash laser vision. And I finish with mind control, telekinesis, the ability to stop time, and super strength. Listen, League, go on to the polls, and you vote on who created the best superhero. Me. Go on the message boards, and you tell us your list. I want to see some lists. There's so many superpower possibilities. Tell us some powers that were better than what Mimicking we picked. The new one. But, you know, I can't do it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. It is a fr- that is a free agent superpower. <laughs> All right, some final words between you gentlemen. You are the matchup of the week. We'll start with Dylan. You are Oh, you know what? I didn't even mention Dylan, you are an 18 point favorite and projected to win by 57% oh, on you, ESPN. Okay, so last words, Dylan. Since you're the favorite, uh, the floor is you know, yours. I'm keep this nice, Barry. I'm having, I'm having no shit talk. I'm just gonna let my team talk because we both don't have. We're both not oping using two quarterbacks. So I appreciate you for that because I would have been fucked. So thanks, and um, good luck. That's all I have to say. Oh. Barry, give me something you better know, than that. Everybody loves the underdog. Let me take you on a quick journey back a couple years when the heavily favored New England Patriots were in the Super Bowl to play the Philadelphia Eagles. That's crazy. That's that's my favorite team. You can't yeah. use your favorite team yeah. against me. I'm, I'm going what? right for the heart. What? Whoa, no, you're a Patriots fan? <laughs> Don't disrespect <laughs> me like that. <laughs> So I know I'm kidding. Everybody right, thought ahead, the Patriots would come in and win. Not and me. a certain fellow by the name of Big Dick Nick, not to be confused with Nick Frisoldi, this is Nick Foles, came in. Yeah. Or Dick, or Long. Dick Long. Exactly. His penis, it's big. Totally different people. He came in <laughs> and he shut them down. 
I'm counting on my lesser known players to come through. I'm counting on these trades to come through that got me under the salary cap so I can come in under the radar and take everybody down. I got a no name receiver who's going to pop off. Just wait. Just wait. Who's going to throw the ball? That's all I got. Who, who is that? Wentz is going to spend more time on his ass oh. than he will be throwing passes. From the Giants? Hey. Well, we don't have a line. so I, yeah, yeah. You got Jason Kelsey under center. That's it. Well. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll just block everybody. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you guys listen to the mini-sode pod that was released earlier today, uh, both of you did contract trades, um, which is it's contagious. So just be careful who you touch. Um, and also, Mr. Dick Long, you are full blown trade raped as well. You think so? So, um, just if you need somebody to talk to uh, in a couple of weeks well, about it, um, I'm here for you, bud. Do anything? Like I just don't think it's gonna happen. So like I didn't care. That's not What's the trade one? you were raped on, sir. In fact, you won that trade. That, in fact, you did a little uh, raping Marcus on that Brown trade. The, the other one. You don't think that was he hasn't yes. put up anything all like season, and like Lamar Jackson's not doing that good either. So like I just, I don't think it was the player you traded away. I believe it was the player you traded I just for. To back. And then see that the, all right so. I just wanted Miles Sanders, so I was hoping to get him. But, you know, Greg's gay, so we all know that. And <laughs> then, of course, when me and Jack did the trade, then he wants to give me freaking Miles Sanders because he hurt himself. Because he's gay. I'm going back to my first point. <laughs> the main thing is he's gay. You hear that, Greg? You're gay. All right, I'm done. <laughs> well, it sounds like I mean Greg did just get married, so he he's, probably he's, is yeah, a pretty happy so guy right now. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, sure, he maybe he's feeling a little gay, but um, yeah. So that wasn't my opinion. That was based on some expert opinion. That's just what they told me was that you got raped and you both contracted <laughs> drades this afternoon. Um, but, uh, that we, we have been talking for almost 25 minutes and, um, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's time to put my children to bed. So we are going to part ways right here. Any last words between either of you? Uh, I, you know, to combat Dylan, uh, I'm fully supportive of Greg and his gayness. So, uh, come vote for me and, wow. you know, support the rightful That's pick crazy. here. That's crazy. You know what? You're gay too. <laughs> all right everybody here is gay we are one big gay happy fantasy football league at the end of the season we're all gonna hold hands around a campfire oh, it's gonna be beautiful um until then gentlemen right. we will Ciao, talk to you guys. again soon Bum 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 b
Here we go, mid-season. We're underway. It's the mid-season. We're right there. We're at the crossroads. It's Judgment Day. Head over to ESPN and comment on those message boards. Vote on this week's poll. I'm winning both. It's time to separate the men from the boys. I'm your lead commissioner. This was the KOTML podcast. Week seven. Gotta show that you can lean on, lean on.